Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Chris. How are you tonight? We're doing the lovely thing for one last time, I guess. Hello, everybody. One last time. (laughs) I'm doing fine. Uh, We had an interesting trip that we'll talk about this week. We just got back from, so, uh, but yeah, doing great. Everybody, grab your popcorn. I know Jack has his because he loves popcorn. This is going to be a long one. Tonight, I've got like a whole thing of Jolly Ranchers. So if I randomly you hear me say, ow, my teeth are stuck together, that's why. If your teeth are stuck together, I doubt you're going to say, ow, my teeth are stuck together. I mean, it'll sound like, ow, my teeth are stuck together, but, you know. Okay, well, here we are. Yep, so this is it. Season finale. Yeah. We're going to miss uh, you guys, so, but this is it. I'm also, I'm also looking forward to having six weeks off. So, right, right. But more on that later. Let's get into one last weekly news. Also, just hold on. We get, It would be a t- Twisted Travelers show about such drunk riders if we did Tangent. Um, like, just imagine the like list of news we're going to have when we start back. Uh, yeah, I think uh, our first episode back might be a designated news episode. It might be, but yeah, but to get into it today, something that makes both of us extremely happy, Iron Gwazi has started testing again. Yes, sir. Uh, just saying, Texas Stingray opened in February. Maybe, 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 but uh, I doubt it. I'm glad it's testing, though, because it's just another reminder that it's 2021 and it's supposed to open this year. It's happening soon, people. Yeah, um, we saw it posted on Twitter today, I think, um, Behind the Thrills? Is that who posted it? That sounds right. Um, yes, I think so. But they posted a picture of it going over the drop and going through the first, um, Alan Shilke, Kill Us Now, Alurbank. Um, so, great to see it testing again. Mm-hmm. Doing better than my RMC is, so... Yeah. I'm excited. You're excited. Everybody's excited. Within probably the next four months, it'll be open. And that makes me happy. Yep. And speaking of other things that are going to be open for the next four months, BGW pulled the trigger today and is going year-round operations. They need that money. They need that money from COVID. Yeah, they need the money from COVID, but also according to um, BGW Insiders, is that they're, I'm having total like withdrawals on people's names today. Yeah, no, sorry, BGW fans. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a like forgetful day of names. Anyways, according to them, they said this is something that Bush Gardens has been looking to do for a long time in that area, and that with COVID and the like these events they've been doing, this was the time to pull the trigger on it. I think my real question is at what point are they going to go back to just having like, when are they going to be able to open the park back up as normal? 
Yeah, and when are they going to open Pantheon? Yes, that was also a thing of discussion today, is that Pantheon, they dropped the coming spring of 2021. They just said to coming 2021, so they didn't really say when they intend to open it, so they could open it. I mean, not next week, but they could open it in January, or they could open it in December. Uh, uh, honestly, I didn't know about that, and you saying that makes me think it's got, it's going to get pushed back. Because, I mean, as far as we know, they have not tested at all. So I can no, see them the pushing it to summer. Happened with it. Yeah, the last thing I remember happening with a ride vehicle like moving was a pull through test. Yep. But they only got like halfway through, and that and that was in March, and then the world ended for a couple months. So I could see it getting pushed back, uh, but hopefully it would be sooner than later. I mean, I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, interesting news out of that park as well. This next one just makes me want to laugh, so... Oh boy, okay. Uh, the the big, big news of the week was we got uh, some confirmation and uh, stats for Falcon's flight at Six Flags Cadia. So uh, it sounds like it's actually going to happen. Intamin has given it the thumbs up, like they're on board, and we got... Uh, some teasing and all this animations stats um this thing's gonna be ridiculous 525 foot drop 155 miles per hour it's ridiculous 13,000 plus feet of track and they said they're gonna do all of it on three lsm boosts yeah, uh, so Intimate. just gonna throw this out there right now. Are you on crack? Yeah, probably number one in the world. Like, if it actually happens. Are you on crack, Intamin? They pretty much said, we want to take Top Thrill Dragster, Steel Dragon, and every other stupid LSM coaster we've ever built and combine them into one ride. And I'm put it on it. top of a cliff. I'm all for it. What could go wrong? The downtime is going to be insane. Just imagine one train ops on this thing. Just imagine the stress that's going to be put on this ride. I mean, going that fast, that high. Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to go that fast at 500 feet in the air. But... No, no, I get that, but it's got to bottom out from that. I, it's gonna have to change I mean, wheels like so like, often. It's only going like five miles an hour faster than Formula Rosa does. Yeah, but it's Formula but they Rosa also... like pushing down on the track. It's not well, bottoming out. It's it's just, that's just straightforward acceleration, you know. True. But I mean, it does have to pull up into that airtime hill, and then of course they heavily trim the thing so it doesn't just kill itself. But um. Yeah. I cannot wait to ride this thing. Yeah, we. I mean, like, there's so much that's going to be over there now. This is going to be a, a good trip if it does like, happen. Oh, yeah. Well, and like, I believe this thing is happening now. But I also don't until once there is a footer in the ground or track on site or like physical, like tangible proof that it's going vertical, then I will fully believe it and let myself get hyped for it. 
Until right. then, I'm just going to make fun of the thing, because it's so easy to make fun of. Yeah. It, this park is going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And this is, yeah, this is one coaster at, sorry, one roller at this park full of rollers. You caught yourself. Good job. But yeah. I mean, if it happens, big hype. But don't get your hopes up, I don't think. Well, the money is there. Like, there's, it's happening. But I, it's, it's still just so hard to believe because I never thought we would see a 13,000 foot long roller coaster. Only in Saudi Arabia. Only in Saudi Arabia. Gotta use that oil money. Facts. Alright. So, next up, uh, something that makes me really sad, because it, it's my, it's Tron has been supposedly delayed for Magic Kingdom, because they basically sealed the building off. Like, legit just put a bu- like a wall over the track, so... Yeah, yeah they're... Uh, they're it's going to happen, but it makes sense for them to push it back, honestly. I'm just really sad because I've, I've told you, and I think I've said it on the show, Tron is my, like, final excuse to go to Disney World. Like, I'm waiting for Tron. So the more longer they delay Tron, the longer I'm not going to Disney World. And trust me, I really want to go. <laughs> It'll happen. Uh, apparently 2022. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Take their time. They'll get it right. It'll still happen. Just not a good time to do it right now. Yeah. I'm I'm slightly salty, but I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. And our last little bit of news. The Magic Mountain Raptor planning has been approved. Uh, and also there was a leaked theme. Uh, our good friends over at the Drunk Riders actually uncovered this uh they had the leak it was yeah great for them uh they're theming the ride to flash player rest in peace um completely legitimate this is definitely real completely legitimate so yeah congrats to those guys for getting that leak right they also leaked something about x2 becoming x34 now with hamster wheel so i can't wait for that there was something about dragster with hamster wheel too i mean what like man drunk rider is really going off right now with their their leaks i can't wait for these things i mean yeah now to be fair to be fair thank you you didn't leave me having it uh yeah they're on top of their game. So, uh, Marcus, Mark, Mike, I miss you. I want to cuddle with you. Hopefully see you in Texas. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I still don't know if I want to go or not. Whatever. Um, okay. We can change the opinion. Uh, yeah, so Magic Mountain's Raptors plan. We, we, I mean, this is just more and more step into it actually getting built. So, great for them. Of course. Very good. Jersey Devil clone. Yeah, I'm excited for Jersey Devil. All right, last ride of the week of the season, people. This week, yeah, the only option is Thunderation at Silver Dollar City. So, uh, Jack, hop into it. So, Thunderation, Silver Dollar City. I'd heard the hype for this mine train for a couple years now. I'd heard it from friends that had gone there in 20, like since I've been an enthusiast. Of course, Chris hyped it up when he went in 2019. 
So finally getting the chance to ride this, of course I'm walking in with high expectations, and let me tell you, this thing does not disappoint. Uh, it's basically a downhill run. Uh, it's very similar to Adventure Express. The whole ride is downhill, but there's no lift hill in the middle of the ride. Um, you get some really good G's and some really good, like, classic aero jankiness. And then you get that cool lift hill, which is just fun. And then unlike Adventure Express, it actually does something between the top of that lift hill and the station. Now, granted, it could do more, but it's not a, um, that's not what the ride was intended to do. So... I really enjoyed it. I love the G's. I love the placement. A night ride on this thing is awesome. And also, I've seen some stuff recently about like the ride being rough and having potholes or something. I don't know what y'all are talking about, but you must be crazy. Because that ride is butter smooth. I mean, it's got the classic arrow jank to it, but I don't consider that rough. I consider that it was designed with a like hanger and wire. And Ron Tumor. So, great ride. <laughs> okay, first off, uh, as far as it being rough and having potholes, it's not rough, but you can definitely feel that there's some potholes, Jack. I rode the thing three times, and I don't... There were no potholes on that There ride. are spots where you feel it, but it's not, it's not anything really major. Uh, but yeah, like, this is just a... Big, awesome layout with terrain for an Aero Mine train. And I love it. I mean, it's got pretty decent sized drops. It's got lats. It's got positives in some spots. And then, I mean, right next to Time Travelers, so you know it's going to have good terrain. They both do. It, like, it really just does everything right. There's nothing wrong with it. And it is easily the best mine train stateside, really, in my opinion. No question. Yeah, I think the only ma- uh, the only mine train I could see competing with this is um, Fantasia Lands. Mm. Uh, or maybe this... I mean, that one just looks good because it's theming Berserk. Um, or I guess if you want to count um, what's the one at... Um, Disneyland, Hong Kong, Big Grizzly. Oh yeah, well if you're counting that, then you got to count Everest. That's okay. That's fair. No, the only the other one, and this is of course being based off construction in their recent additions that I could see if Energy Landia go nuts on the theming with theirs. You gotta see first. Some of the the profiling on that track looks nuts, but I agree. Stateside, this is definitely the best night. Honestly, right now, I could make the case for it being the best mine train out there. Yeah. It, like, I'd say it probably is. But yeah, it's awesome, and it just helps round out an amazing collection of coasters, uh, rollers, at Silver Dollar City. Yeah, it's, and we've talked about Silver Dollar City so much this year because it's one of the parks that Chris and I both got to go to. We both love that place. I think they have one of the best just overall well-rounded collections of roller coasters. There's not one there that I dislike. Um, there are definitely ones I like more than others, but there's not one that if I went and... I've, there's not one, if I go back, I want to ride them all again. That's basically what I'm saying. <clears throat> so, okay. So that was the last ride of the week of uh, this season. 
So now it's on to trip reports from our last week of coaster riding for the 2020 season. Um, so for me, I spent uh, the last couple days of the year hanging in Knoxville with some friends and doing Dollywood on the 30th and 31st. Uh, the night we're recording is the day Taylor from Coaster Studios vlog came out. I'm in that. You can go see he and I compare our camera lenses again. Spoiler alerts. I won. Um, yeah, it was a great time. We got, la la hold on, Lorat, no, Lorat Yata on um, Thunderhead, which was last ride of the year on Thunderhead. Yeah, Lorat. Yeah, it was great. Um rode a bunch of stuff i think uh john mike and i ended up getting like four or five rides on tornado because it had no weight on new year's eve got four or five rides in on um thunderhead couple i think i got one ride in on eagle one in on fire chaser it was a good uh close out to 2020 at dollywood uh that being said lightning rod no major work had happened because of the holidays rmc crew is supposed to be back on site sometimes this week and I will be making fairly regular trips up to the cabins to get construction updates for you all. So stay tuned to my Twitter and Instagram as well as the Twisted Travelers Twitter and Instagram. I'll post them there too. Um, so stay tuned for that. Not much else happened. Um, I will say one thing. And if you've listened to the episode we had Taylor on, then you know he's working on his RMC documentary. And so on New Year's Eve... He treated the group of us that were with him to a extended teaser of the documentary. This thing is going to be one of the best, if not the best. I honestly think it will be the best piece of theme park related content that has ever been produced. We got to see 17 minutes of it and we were all enthusiasts. We all knew kind of the story and the plot of the documentary we all burst out into applause and like he it was amazing so this is truly gonna be like the thing to watch in 2021 if you're an enthusiast i'm beyond excited to see the final product so yeah get ready for the rmc documentary folks i mean yeah we talked to him about it and we were already hyped and now it's got me even more hype because y'all keep Y'all have seen it now and talked about it and said it's super good, so I'm ready. Yeah, it's great. So, Taylor, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for a great weekend at Dollywood. But then there was part two. <laughs> um, And this, this weekend was the most random, weird, messed up thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was an interesting time. Okay, well, let's just start off getting there in the morning. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll start this part. Yeah. So, I got there. I got my pass. And uh, I met up no, with... No, we gotta talk about Friday. We gotta talk about oh, Friday Oh, we do first. need to talk about Friday. We do need to talk about Friday. Um, I was like, yeah, we gotta talk about that before... We can, like, we'll talk about that, too. But we gotta talk about Friday. The original plan was we were going to do Six Flags Over Georgia on Friday the 1st and Saturday the 2nd. So, John, Mike, and I left my house at 9 a.m. that morning, and y'all had left your house like seven. time? It was seven. So, I we were about halfway to the Chattanooga area when 
I we got a call from another person that was meeting us at, over Georgia. It was like, hey, did y'all just get that email? They're closing the park for the day. And we were like, what? And so I pulled my phone out and grabbed John Mike's. And sure enough, we both had emails in our inbox saying, due to inclement weather, Six Flags over Georgia will be closed today. You can use your ticket that you purchased for today on any other day between now and January 3rd. Rip. Well, so the next thing we had looked at doing uh, was the aquarium, but the aquarium was like out of reservations by the time we looked at it. So half of our group did the aquarium because they were smart and got their reservations and tickets the day before. Uh, the rest of us, not so much. So, yeah. Um, my group got into the area. We went to the hotel. Then we went down to Fun Spot, Atlanta. Uh, they, their website said they opened at noon. We got down there and it was closed. We checked their website. It said they opened at four. It was like three o'clock at this point. So we're like, okay, we'll go find some place to eat. Drove back up to the airport, which is where the original Chick-fil-A is. Well, they're open, but they're only doing drive through And the secret to the original Chick-fil-A is if you want the good stuff, you have to be able to go inside. So rip that. And it was about that time we got a notification from Fun Spot that they were going to be closed for the day because of weather. So, uh, we were like 0 for 3 at that point. And so, Chris, what did we end up doing? <laughs> we went to the mall where Stranger Things was filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that we had was like fun. the ultimate nerd. Yeah, we had like the ultimate nerd moment. And we went to the place, it's called Gwinnett Place Mall, where they filmed Stranger Things. And the place is a true dead mall. There is nothing happening there. We were the only people there in the one other group. And the only other group that was there was there to do the exact same thing we were, which was, like, go to the place where they film Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, I made the joke that, you know, we've been a lot of places during the pandemic, but that place I felt the safest because there was no one there. Yeah. Um, We got some really cool pictures. And uh, we made a great Dan meme. <laughs> yeah, part of that meme was uh, on Twitter and Instagram, on Sarah Sarah's uh, Twitter and Instagram today. Uh, that was me in the picture, if you couldn't tell. You couldn't see my face, but yeah. That, I know, she posted good. it, and I was like, I was like, there's there's my man. He's he's got his roller shirt and his Dan sticker. And then there's another thing which we haven't released yet, but I texted it to Sarah that night, and it was a pic. It was a video. They had one of those like old um, kitty rides where it was actually like put a dollar in and you can pick a roller coaster to ride. And the choices were um, the big one and whatever. Uh, big what Dipper, right? I can't. Big Big Dipper. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and so I texted her, we took a video of that happening, and I texted it to her and said, you're welcome. And the reply I got was, Dan got a credit. I am screaming in my car right now, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, that video is hilarious. I might just post that one day because why not? Um, Definitely should. You got your Dan sticker back, right? I can't remember. If you yeah, I have it. Okay. We all need our Dan's for good luck. Right. Yep. So after that, was back to the hotel um, for us. I'm assuming it was the same for you. Mm-hmm. 
I went back and watched Clemson lose because they suck. That, yeah, that's right. You texted me about that. <laughs> Clemson sucks. Just a reminder for everybody at home. Okay. We went to Popeye's and they gave us like five extra sandwiches than what we paid for, so. Huh? Five? Yeah, we legit got like three sandwiches and we went home with like, or went back to the hotel with like eight. Lucky. We I went to Arby's because there was like five different restaurants on our rest- on our exit and the only two that were open was Arby's and Taco Bell. I see. I know what exit y'all. When you told me where you were staying, it's like, oh, I know right where that is because I drive past it every time I go to my grandma's. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. And so then it was the next day. Uh, we partied New Year in style. And the first thing that happened was Jack got told. That was not the first thing that happened. Out. No, the first thing that happened was Jack and his car were late because they wanted Chick-fil-A. Okay, well, let, let, let's run through this. Because it, this has to be in, like, chronological order for this day to make sense. Uh, uh, so that's, basically, that's fair. from my side, I showed up at the park, and I got my pass, everything was going smooth, and then I met up with Taylor and Alec and all of them, and uh, we got first train of the day on Twisted Cyclone, which, when dispatched, moved forward about a foot then stopped, got stuck, we sat there for a couple minutes, and then they just sent us. Uh, so we got first train of the day on Twisted Cyclone. Started off alright. First train of the year. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it was. Um, and then we went to Daredevil Dive, and I'm waiting for back row on Daredevil Dive with Taylor, and he got called... And Taylor's phone rings. <laughs> yes, from you. Now, Taylor... Is there at the yep. park, and he has his bag with all of his camera stuff. They let him in with all of that. Jack, on the other hand, was denied at the front entrance to bring his camera and all that in. And that really sets up mm-hmm. a backstory for what happened later on that we can't talk about yet. Uh, if Taylor's yeah. vlog is out by now, you'll probably know if you go watch that. But we can't, we won't talk about it yet. I'm, yeah, so we'll, we'll get, we'll. Oh, we're definitely going to allude to it, um, but I'm, we're not going to say anything because I want him to have his moment of full-on roasting that part because I deserve it. But anyways, so yeah, I was at the uh, – so John, Mike, uh, Andrew, and I were walking in, and they both didn't have anything. So they were like, okay, we'll go on in. We'll meet you in the park. Uh, so go through the mail detector. Of course, it sets it off because giant middle camera lens. Again, 5 minutes 48 seconds in Taylor's vlog today. Um so, yeah, they were like, you're going to have to go over there, go over there, take it off. The guy takes one look as like, uh, so that's not allowed here. And I'm like, why? It's like, because it's not allowed here. It's like, you're not getting, these were legit. He said, legit. He said, I asked why. I said, because that's not allowed here. I said, so give me a reason and then I'll begin to listen to you. But you're not giving me a reason. You're just saying stuff. And he he would he never explicitly said the reason, but he the more and more I pestered him, the more the guy was like, "Uh, so you could use that to take uh inappropriate pictures of other patrons." I was like, "What type of any?" I was legit just trying to get him to say it. I want like if he had said it, I would have given up. No, like it's like oh okay, but he would never say it. But the, as I have. Um, told many people uh, in private, he basically thought I was going to use the camera lens to take inappropriate pictures of women on roller coasters. 
first of all, first of all, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like, that's not allowed here. And so I said, so, okay, I'll go put this in the car and bring all this in, right? He's like, no, you can't bring any of it in. So they pretty much said, yeah, you can't bring your camera in. So henceforth, we're starting a new group called Photographers Against Over Georgia. If you would like to join, send me a message on Instagram. Um, I'm kidding, but actually, I would love to hear if you've had issues at Over Georgia with your camera because I really want to find out how many of us have been denied entry because of cameras. So uh, long story short, I gave up eventually because I was like, there's no way I'm talking this guy into letting me take my camera in. And it's not worth my time because everyone else has already ridden like two roller coasters and I'm stuck here standing with security. So I said, I called John Mike and I was like, hey, go down to Batman and stand on like the entrance ramp and see if you can unlock your car for me. <laughs> and so it worked. I put my camera in the car, walked in and then I was, I was like, I knew kind of where everyone was. And but at this point, I was like, I want to ride Goliath as my first ride of 2021. I'm riding Goliath, so I got on Goliath without everyone else. <laughs> and you rode it multiple times without everyone else. I rode it twice. Without, I rode it once by myself, back row. That was my first ride of 2020. And then I had my friends Allison and Steve, uh, who live in the Atlanta area and are uh, friends from Drunk Riders stuff. We met up and rode with. I rode with them. And I actually rode quite a bit with them before I met up with the rest of the group. Yep. Okay, well... So, uh... Yeah, well, that was part. all going on. Well, that was all going on. Basically, uh, our group continued to expand and expand and expand. So we had about a group of 14. Uh, but we got a ride on Goliath before Jack ever got over there. Um, which was very good. Got to talk to Nelson. Shout out Nelson. He's really cool. Um, after that... We headed down to ride Joker Funhouse because there were people in our group that did not have the credit. It was closed, so we took up two full boats of Monster Mansion. Monster Mansion is actually really good. I really liked it. Um, and then after that, we headed down to Great American Scream Machine, which is where we bumped into John, Mike, Andrew, and Andrew. Uh, and we rode Great American Scream Machine which was really solid. And then after that, we went and rode Superman, which was way better than I remembered. So that was fun. Everything was going smooth up to this point, right? You know? And then uh, we yeah. met up with Jack. And then, yeah, then me, myself, Jack, and myself, Jack. Oh, my gosh. You myself, just said yourself Allison, three Steve. times. I know I did. I'm going nuts, people. It's okay. Everyone say a prayer that Jack makes it through the rest of this episode. So we'd ridden Goliath again. We walked over and did uh, Great American Scream Machine. What else did we done? We hadn't done too much at that point. And then we met up. We got a giant group picture in front of Superman that I'm actually trying to get right now while we record because I never got a copy of it. And then uh, I continued off with Allison and Steve. We rode um, Pandemonium, which... That ride is super underrated. We waited probably 30, 40 minutes for it, but it was worth it because that was one of the best pendulum rides I have ever done. Yeah, I didn't get to do it, sadly, but uh, whatever. We did the Starflyer instead, which was disappointing. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, we also did Blue Hawk, which is better than I remembered. Like, it was actually fun. 
Yeah, they had a shorter line towards the end of the night, and I almost tried to ask you guys if you wanted to go ride it again, but I was like, eh, I'll take what we ended up doing instead. Yeah. So, yeah, we did that, um, and then we made our way back towards the front of the park because y'all had gotten in line for Cyclone. They needed to head out for the day because they had to go home and take care of their dog. So I just waited on y'all to finish riding Cyclone. And then, what happened next? After we did Cyclone... Okay, so this was at the point of the day where our groups had completely split. Um, And this is where things kind of went really well for one group. And... Horrible for the other. Downhill for the other. Yeah, so after Cyclone, we went eight, which was, you know, good. Macho Nacho. Macho Nacho. Nacho. Yes, we had Macho Nacho. And then it was time for just a whole bunch of night rides. Of re-rides, yeah. Um, I think we started with Goliath, is that right? I... Oh, did we? This was... Okay, no, we went and saw Taylor. Uh... That's right. So, Taylor, okay, backstory on this. While they were in Knoxville, uh, we were and did some stuff downtown. And the backstory is where we parked downtown is at one of, is at my school. And so I gave him one of my parking passes just in case someone showed up and was like, why are these cars here? So he had my parking pass in his car. So he had been out filming and he had made his way down to his car at some point. And I was like, hey, where are y'all at so I can come grab that from you? And they were at guest services. Uh, I'm gonna leave it there. I got my parking pass back. Um, it's already back in my car. But so we went down there and saw them, and then we realized they were gonna be a while. So then we went off and we rode Goliath. Did we ride Goliath? Yeah, we did ride Goliath. We got two rides on Goliath. Yeah, we did two rides on Goliath. Um, towards the back on both of them. Holy crap! like 22 seconds of, so all of the like stats i'm going to use from here on out are recording to ride forces on my apple watch so like 22 seconds of airtime apparently <laughs> um yeah it was uh kind of ridiculous it's safe to say it's gone up our rankings quite a bunch and you'll hear about that in just a minute yes you will so we did two rides on goliath uh all amazing and then we went to ride Superman? Yeah, we did Superman. Um, Solid. Spilled the beans on Lightning Rod for a bunch of y'all. Uh, I'm not going to get into it here, but they learned the truth about Lightning Rod. Um, <laughs> yeah, Superman was fun. Uh, again, really, it's better than I remembered them. Uh, it really makes me want to get back on Tatsu because Tatsu was one of the rides I think I hyped up a little too much and got off disappointed. Um so I'd really like to ride Tatsu again. Yeah. And then we got two rides on Great American Scream Machine in oh the dark. Oh my gosh. Oh. That ride tries to murder you more than once. Okay. That... In my opinion, the place that tries to murder you the most is hitting the brake run. Oh, that no, there's no question about it. But like the highlight of that ride during those night rides was... All the way back at the very end of the layout, farthest away from the park, you cannot see a thing. You go around the turnaround, and you get crazy laterals, and then in the back, you drop off of it and just get ejected. It, it was so good. 
Yeah, it was, um, I, the last time I had really, I'd ridden that thing, like, see, I rode it in 2017, 20, um, 18, and then again, then first to 2021, those were some, the 2021 rides were the best I've had on it. If it still had the three bench PTC bus bar trains, that's like a, like, I'm not joking, that's a top 20 wooden roller coaster. Yeah, it is. That I've ridden. Actually, yes, that we've ridden, obviously. Yeah, that those were nuts. <sighs> that drop off, that turnaround. It was, it was kind good. of like mini Sky Rush drop. It was like threw you, and then it really threw you. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. All right, now uh, let, let's talk about the craziest part of was, the whole Okay, night. so the whole... Th- we, we'd heard, because... Uh, both of the Andrews we had in our group, they're like home park. One of them's home park is technically Alabama Adventure, but if we're talking like big home park, it's over Georgia. And the other one, his home park is over Georgia. And so they were telling us all day, y'all have to ride Batman at night. It is flying. So we get over there and we get on Batman. Our first ride. So I, again, had my Apple watch out and I started to ride forces. And when I hit stop, when we hit the brake run, 5.8. Eight G's. Ridiculous. It was going. It was running so fast. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. You can correct it's, me, yeah. but I, I like on your watch. What wasn't our ride time like thirty six or thirty seven seconds when they're usually like forty five seconds? Because yeah, because that was my the next thing I did is on our next ride. I was like, I pulled up the stopwatch on my phone, and from the time we dropped off the list and lift until we hit the break run was thirty seven point five seconds. And we googled it when we got back to the hotel, and the normal Batman cycle should last around forty five point five to forty six seconds. So that should give you an idea of how fast it was running. <laughs> um, it is now my favorite roller coaster at that park. <laughs> I won't go that far, but it was really good. Oh, it was, it was really, really good. We got three rides in, up, like between the back two rows. Oh, without leaving we... our seats. Oh, without Jack. Do we need? Should oh, we? Oh, we have to tell that story. We have to tell that story. <laughs> so the guy that was checking, uh, Chris and I, on one of our rides were on. You the can tell he was just done with that day of the. Yeah, so we were on the load side, um, and they had, I think, they had three or four ops on deck, because they were pushing those trains like nobody's business. Um, and so the guy is checking the trains in row seven, and the head op goes, okay, clear, clear, all clear. And the guy hasn't even checked Chris and I's restraints yet, and he goes clear as he's checking Chris's restraint, he hasn't even touched mine yet. And he's still standing on the moving floor. Like, he was full-on ready to just send that train if it even meant he got run over. <laughs> yeah, the dude cleared the train for dispatch while directly in front of me and Jack. So if the floor would have dropped it, we would have dispatched. He would have gotten kicked by us. <laughs> yeah. The only reason, and the only reason it couldn't dispatch is because he's the only operator in that station that had an acknowledge button, so his button had to be pressed for the trying to be able to be dispatched. <laughs> yeah, it, that uh, was just a flags. weird experience. That that explains so much about what happens with to Taylor's group, though. Like, let's be honest, but I'll, again, refrain for that him to tell his story because well, he has a story. Um, 
So yeah, after I think three rides, everyone else in our group was content to just like ride Batman out. But I had, since I had missed both of the Cyclone or Twisted Cyclone rides they had gotten earlier, I was like, come on, let's go ride Twisted Cyclone so I can get on that one time during our visit. So we did, we got over there, we did last ride of the night on Twisted Cyclone. Uh, John, Mike, and I got back row. Chris was... I was second to back uh, with one of the Andrews. Yes, with one of the Andrews without the seat padding. (laughs) Yeah, the padding was off on part of my seat. Yeah, and so uh, it was just as good as I remember in uh, 2018 on Media Day. Um, And I I can safely say that because it was in the same train on the same exact seat that I rode it like 50-something times, not 50, like 30-something times that day. So it's just as good as I remember it. It's like my first night ride on it, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. And Taylor's night got worse. Yeah, so we walked out to the parking lot, and Taylor and his group were supposed to be driving to Charlotte that night because they were going to split the drive up over two days, and they still ended up doing that. But we got out to the parking lot, and Taylor's car is still sitting there, and we're like, um... Why we're not gonna say here? what happened. We'll let him do it. So, but yeah, yeah. If, but you've seen. Um, I know I have been vocal about it, as have some other people on Twitter, where we've said, uh, that the ending of that day for them was one of the like worst. Um, it's one of the worst days they've had at the park, and then for us, it's so weird because we're friends with all of them. But we got lucky because we weren't with them. So we still had to, uh, like, overall, like, minus my camera thing at the beginning of the day, it was a great day for us. Oh, yeah. But knowing them and knowing how they retreated, it's hard for me to, like, say, yeah, go over Georgia. Now, granted, I'll still be back there because I bought a pass, so. I I still had a lot of fun. I enjoyed my day. It's just a shame what happened to them. Yeah, so stay tuned for, um... Taylor's vlog from over Georgia. I will be posting the heck around that thing because the, the main thing that happened to him could have happened to me if they had let me in with my camera. So I'm kind of thankful, but I'm also like, it's like six likes over Georgia. Here's what I will say. You need to figure out your policy on cameras. I will refrain from it for now, like really getting into it for now. But trust me, when his vlog comes out, I'm going to be vocal about it on Twitter. So if you want to see Jack rant about Parks not being like decent about cameras, get ready. It's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, rant over. <laughs> now it is time to really end out our season. Yeah, this is um, something we plan on doing every single year it's the 2020 season in review for both our theme park seasons and the twisted traveler season so we're going to take turns here at the beginning and walk through each of our personal seasons and then we're going to talk about twisted traveler stuff and then each and every year we're going to do our top 25 on the show it'll be kind of cool for us because we'll be able to go back and listen and compare it to our like current top 25s in years future but it's also just cool because we get asked all the time, like, oh, where do you rate this coast or where do you rate that? And yeah, it'd be cool to see where they're at. So I will kick us off. Uh, and we're going to start with uh, parks. So for me this year, I went to 18 parks 
I went to 16 where I actually got to go inside of them. And those parks are Dollywood, Alabama Adventure. This is in order. I visited them as well. Dollywood, Alabama Adventure, Craig's Cruisers in Mears, Michigan, Kings Island, Kennywood, Six Flags St. Louis, Worlds of Fun, Silver Dollar City, Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, Michigan Adventure-ish, Cedar Point-ish, Knobles, Hershey Park, Universal Studios, Universal's Islands of Adventure, Fun Spot America, Orlando, and Six Flags over Georgia. Solid haul. Yeah. Especially for a, a year of that went there. like this year did. Yeah, most of those are parks I've already been to, but a decent amount of them were new ones. So, how many of those were new? Actually, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of those were new parks. So, I don't think that's a bad year at all. Definitely not. What about you? You want to do your parks? Sure. Okay, so I visited... 15 parks, and 14 I actually went inside. So that was SeaWorld Orlando, Busch Gardens Tampa, all three of the Fun Spot Parks, Universal Studios Orlando, Islands of Adventure, Six Flags Over Georgia, Lake Winnipesaukee, Dollywood, Silver Dollar City, Worlds of Fun, Hershey Park, Knobles, and Dorney Park-ish. Uh, as far as new parks go, that would be one, two three, four, five, six-ish. So five new parks for me. Yeah, and then, okay, and then how many new credits did you get this year? I had 28 new credits. And I had 44. Yeah, so, okay. definitely a slower year no, for both of us, but... Yeah. So, okay, next category is mainly for me because... I don't think Chris keeps running tabs of how many pictures he takes each season. But would you like to guess without looking if you haven't already looked? No, I'm good because it's going to be very, very far off. Well, the correct answer for the 2020 kind of and then 2021 because it includes the over Georgia visit as well was 24,029 pictures which is going to put the TMP archives right around 75,000. So we are on track to hit the 100,000th picture should be taken in December of 2021. And trust me, I'm going to be planning it so it's actually a decent picture. Okay. Okay. Okay, next category is states we visited. This is something I always just enjoy looking back at. Um, I actually visited more states this year than I think I have any other year I've been alive. Uh, so mine was Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Missouri, and Kansas. Okay. And I visited nine states. That was Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, Mississippi, Alabama, Colorado, and Pennsylvania. I flew over one of those states, but I never went into that state. We definitely flew over Arkansas when we were in Branson. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's our states. Um, so there's our parks, credits, and states for the year. Uh, it was a good year, all things considered. 
Uh, so this next thing is kind of, I, we've listed some out. I'm sure we're going to think of some others. Uh, but these are like highlights of the 2020 season. Um, so first thing for me was my tour of Rampage at Alabama Adventure. Um, which was just something really cool that I never thought I'd get to do. But I did get to do it. It's a great kickoff really to the 2020 season. Um, for Also another one for me was uh, the Orion First Riders Benefit. My dad and I got to be on the third ever train of Orion. Uh, I've got to ride that a ton. It's super fun. I can't wait to go back to Kings Island next year. Yeah, and the next one for both of us was our Midwest trips. For me, that included uh, basically Silver Dollar City and Worlds of Fun. It was supposed to include Six Flags St. Louis, but you know. Yeah, and I did all three of those parts for my first time, which was awesome. And then we also um, both went to Dollywood. You multiple times. Me once. I mean, I went multiple times, of course, because it's my home park. But we had fun at Dollywood. Got to ride some lightning rod. That first night we went was probably... I think I rode lightning rod more that night with you than I did any other day of the year. So you got to be there for my biggest lightning rod marathon of the season. I mean, I'll never say uh, no to a lightning rod marathon. Because this was easily the worst year I've ever had for lightning rod rides. Um, I ended it out with 246. Uh, and I think I started the year with just around 220. So I only got like 20 rides in on it this year. So, Well, this year was special. Um, this year, was, oh, I mean all years for that coaster are special. Sorry, that roller are special. But Right. Uh, next would be um, my 200th no, credit on Skyrush. Yep, uh, ride that tried to murder us multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun day. That was a really fun day. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one for me was uh being published on the cover of a magazine, uh, with one of my photos being on the cover, and then some of my photos being in the article. That was just a huge honor and accomplishment for me. So if you want one of those, you can actually go order them online. Um, it's a really high-quality magazine, I think. Uh, I hope I get to work with them again because it really was cool to have that happen. So uh, the other next thing was uh, the all-dogs ride on Voyage at Hollywood Nights. I'm never going to forget that moment. Like I want that I want that story told at my funeral about how I rode Voyage dressed up as a dog at Hollywood Nights. Right. And the next highlight was for both of us, and that was your birthday weekend at Universal, marathoning Hagrid. Yep, which we marathoned Hagrid's. You kept the secret from me for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. I, I really, that's, see, I've been struggling with this because everyone's like, goodbye 2020, you won't be missed. And like, yeah, the year itself, I'm not going to miss because it was a mess of a year. But there's so much great stuff that ended up happening. It's like hard for me to look back and be like, I hate that year so much. Um, eh, yeah. I can still look back and say I hated this year. Iron Gwazi didn't open. There was some highlights, but overall... Well, there were definitely some lowlights, too. 
There yeah. were some, there were high moments and there were low moments. I'm just trying to not let myself just be fixated on the low stuff because I mean, when you look at what we ended up getting to do, it wasn't a bad year. Mm, yeah. Overall, though, I mean, I I can't say it was a good year. I mean, I visited more new parks this year than I have any other year, so. Yeah, not for me, but, you know, whatever. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but Universal Trip was awesome. Great, like, kind of big into the year trip, but also we had one more up our sleeve, and that was what we just spent forever talking about, which was both of us doing over Georgia for the first and second of the year, but also just kind of the second of the year. Uh, and then having a great day there, ugh, great day there with all of our friends. Some interesting stuff happened again. Stay tuned to Taylor's vlog, and the mm-hmm. man should get like fifteen or twenty listens from us, or fifteen or twenty views from us alone. So, I mean, it's not like most and of them didn't I, already watch Taylor, but sure, theoretically, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But and there's one more highlight. I mean, to this year, what could that be? I don't know. You I have no ideas? idea. Well, thank you to the listeners because we started a podcast, and without you guys, yeah, this would not be happening. So, yeah, so we started Twisted Travelers podcast, like officially started pushing out episodes. Um, it's been a blast for Chris and I. We've really enjoyed doing it. We've loved talking to all the guests. We've loved interacting with the listeners. I've had a blast. Of course, both of us have, and we will keep it going for years yep. to come. Yes, hopefully for years to come. And, of course, I've got to say thank you, Chris, for being a great co-host. I've you really enjoyed it. it. Thank you as well. So, and that kind of leads perfectly into the stats of this season. So this is as of, like, an hour before we recorded this episode. So this season one, we will have had 36 episodes, including this one. There will be 36 episodes. Uh, not, and then... The rest of this doesn't include this because I don't know the stats yet. Uh, we're going to have over 41 and a half hours of content for y'all this year. And we capped out, uh, again, an hour before we recorded with 1,746 overall listens, according to our podcast stats. Shout out, y'all. Yep, so thank you. Um, do you want to take a guess at what our most listened episode is? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Let's see if you can get the top three. Well, first off, shout out Bybee. Uh, that's number one. Yes, thank you, Taylor. Uh, he is definitely our top. Uh, I'm going to say... 129 listens. Taylor Bybee's episode is at number one. Of course. I'm going to say Sarah and Scott are in there. Yep. Talk Rollers to me at 89 listens. And then the I'm going to say one. Joe. He is correct. Running America's Rock and Roller yeah. Coast. I know my listens. stuff. Can you can you get number four? Oh. Let's think, let's think, let's think. Hmm. Give me a second. TDR. The parts of them were on this episode. Oh, Orion debate. Is Orion a gig at 70 listens? And one more. What is number five? Our first one, baby? 
It is our first episode. Look at that. I'm on a hot streak. And then also tied for fifth would be the original Drunk Rogers Invasion episode. So I uh, got yeah, all six. Go. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to just keep going, but we don't have time nah, for that. <laughs> I don't know if I could go past um, that point, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So those are the episodes, but a lot of what made those episodes happen with our guests, and we had 17 of them this season. You want to run down the list? Sure, we'll give some shout-outs. All right, we got Logan. We got Mazden. We got David. Uh, Marcus from the Drunk Riders. Mark from the Drunk Riders. And we got Mike from the Drunk Riders. We love you guys. We have Justin from Snapshots Made Yesterday. And Bob from BK Photo Page. Ryan from Theme Park Tours. Uh, Joe, who doesn't really have anything, but he was a ride up at Cedar Point, is also one of my great friends. So it's like, yeah, let's have you on. Also, congratulations, Joe. Yes, congrats. Um, we also had Scott from Upstop Media. And we had Sarah, the queen of Rollers Twitter. The world famous Sarah. We had John Mike. World famous. John Mike, yeah. Matt from Print My Ride. Taylor, the Bybee himself. And, of course, from Coaster Studios. And Josh from Made to Thrill. And lastly, Bryant from Coaster365. Shout out all of y'all. Yeah. You all were all great. You made our first season so memorable. You are all welcome back at any point in time on our show because we love all of y'all. <laughs> um, okay. This is something I've been dreading, but we got to kind of say it. You have a f- – we're going to – it's hard to say, like – which is our favorite interview episode we've done. And a lot of these is like, I'm friends with a decent amount of the people we had on. So like, it's like, I don't want to like be mean and pick one of my friends. So I just kind of rule all of my friends out. So with that being said, do you have a favorite episode from this season? I think I got to go with Matt from print my ride. Yeah. I got to give him the, he has to be the win too. And a lot of why that interview was so good. We can't even talk about. <laughs> yeah, shout out Matt. That, um, that was a good but episode. But yeah, Matt was really good. Um, I also, because I've been, I've known him for a long time because uh, through his, or through his Twitter, uh, Bryant from Coaster365, uh, it was super good to finally get to have a conversation with him and get to know him a little better. So that's another one of my favorites. And I know that was like, last week's episode but it was super good to finally get to know him so the rest of you i love you to death trust me i do but matt's episode was so cool yes all right so let's get to the part that everybody's waiting for i don't know if they're waiting for if they're dreading this but we're gonna find out they probably just skipped the rest of the episode to be honest uh, yeah, legit, but like, stop like two minutes before the end because we do have some important announcements. So if you're going to skip this part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Top 25. Top 25. Okay, we're going to back and forth it. Let's try not to spend too long talking about any of these. Um, because Five to ten seconds yeah. each. That's what I'd say. I mean, I'm... I'm just going to name them up until we get to, like, the top ten. And then yeah, we'll we can do, that. like, reviews. All right, all right, so, all right. Okay, I'll let you start because you're on that side of the spreadsheet. Number 25. We're going Twisted Cyclone at Six Flags Over Georgia. 
And I'm giving it to Phoenix at Knobles. Number 24 for me is going to Haggard's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure at Islands of Adventure. And for me, it's going to my dad's favorite roller coaster, Diamondback Kings Island. Number 23 is going to New Texas Giant at Six Flags over Texas. And for me, it's got to go to the ride that was running so good this weekend. Well, one of the rides, it's Goliath at Six Flags over Georgia. Number 22 for me is Outlaw Run at Silver Dollar City. All right, weirdo. Here we go. And for, and for me, it's going to be Batman at Six Flags Over Georgia. I'm sorry, don't fight me. That thing tried to, like, eject us from our seats. It was running so hard. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but not that good. Number 21 for me is going to be Iron Rattler at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. Yeah, and for me, it's going to be my favorite invert, Talon, at Dorney Park. You can come fight me if you want. <laughs> Number 20 for me is going to be Kumba at Bush Gardens, Tampa. And mine's going to the new kid on the block, Orion at Kings Island. Number 19 is going to go to Thunderbird at Holiday World. And for me, 19's got to be the one and only Lightning Run at Kentucky Kingdom. Hey, any of you other parks, build another Hyper GTX. Please okay, do, thanks. please do. Number 18 is a polarizing coaster, and one that Jack doesn't like as much, but that is Candemonium at Hershey Park. And my number 19's, or 19, my number 18 is one that Chris hasn't ridden, and I'm going to continue to hype up for him. It's Copperhead Strike at Carowinds. That's going to change this year, though. Number 17 for me is Goliath at Six Flags Over Georgia. And my number 17 is Mike from the Drunk Riders. It's your absolute favorite GCI. His favorite, your at his favorite, favorite park. park. And your favorite state, too. It's Gold Striker at California's Great America. We all know he loves it. Number 16. I wish you could see me just like wink at my computer as I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number 16, we're going with another GCI, and that is Prowler at Worlds of Fun. Uh, and my number 16 is Twisted Colossus at Magic Mountain, my favorite iBox. Yeah, Steel Vengeance isn't on this list. Y'all heard that right. Okay, number 15 mm -hmm. for me is Lightning Run at Kentucky Kingdom. Good choice, good choice. My number 15, this is when we start getting into the, like, Jack, what were you thinking, coasters, uh, is Incredible Hulk at Islands of Adventure. <laughs> number 14 for me recently bumped up a whole lot because of how it's been running lately, and that is Montu at Bush Gardens, Tampa. Yeah, I need to ride Montu as much as you've been talking about it recently. Come here. <laughs> Just come down. So, okay, my uh, number 14 is the incredible outlaw run at Silver Dollar City. This coaster blew my mind. So, yeah, it is solid. And my number 13 is Phoenix at Knobles. Solid pick. My number 13 is Thunderbird at Holiday World. 
Uh, again, fantastic coasters. For me, from here on out, these are all coasters. If you said I'm stuck with them for the rest of my life, I wouldn't complain. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that. Number 12 for me is Mystic Timbers at King's Island. Mm-hmm. And I think we we got to take a minute to talk about my number 12 placement because it's arguably the most... Um, it's but on my list, it's arguably the most misplaced ride compared to everyone else's opinion. Uh, for me, my number twelve is Hagrid's at Ma- or Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure at Islands of Adventure. Um, if you've read my review and you heard us do the episode about it, you know why I love it so much. But it boils down to just how good of an experience that ride is. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was my what twenty four. So. I love it too. It is really good. Okay. Yeah, but when you look at some of the coasters I have under it, you're like, oh, Jack, are you nuts? Yeah, well, I, I have two, three RMCs under it. Toro, Spingent. Yeah, those ones uh, are the most questionable for sure. Number 11 for me is Mako at SeaWorld Orlando. Yeah, mine's Ghost Rider at Knott's Bird Farm. And number 10... We gotta talk about ten. It's the only coaster Chris and I have in the exact same spot. And that is Maverick at Cedar Point. Oh, Maverick, I love you. I miss you. Alright, well, this is where we can start Maverick, to review. So good. Yeah, Maverick, uh, it's basically I think I'm I keep going back to how Mark from the Drunk Riders put it when we were doing twenty five days of rollers, and it was like five years ahead of its time, and yet even then, the roller coasters that came out five years after it still really haven't figured out how to do what Maverick did as well. Yeah, the, Maverick is a ridiculous coaster, for sure. Um, launches intense, crazy whip, crazy positives, crazy airtime. It really does, I mean, it, it does do everything amazingly well, like in elite, in an elite category, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Maverick. It's great. Uh, it, it goes back and forth being my favorite ride at Cedar Point with the one that we're going to talk about for me in just a second, but I'll let you go next. All right, number nine for me is Voyage. I've had people be upset with this placement, saying that it should be higher. First half is good, but not not crazy elite good. Second half is elite, however. I need... Let's go to Hollywood Heights this year to experience it trimless. But Voyage is number nine. It's an amazing coaster. It's crazy long, crazy intense. And the second half has some insane airtime. Yeah, I again, I we've had this discussion. Uh, Chris will be going to Hollywood Nights soon um, so he can understand why this ride is the best. But also it's not the best, but it's one of the best. So... Okay, my number nine, Millennium Force at Cedar Point. Say what you want. Get mad at me. This is my favorite ride at Cedar Point. 20, good lord, 21 years later, and it is still one of the most re-rideable, fun, somewhat intense rides ever. And its placement is great. And it looks great, and it runs great. It's Millennium Force. It's an amazing coaster. Sorry, amazing roller. 
and it is always probably going to be my favorite at Cedar Point. So, speaking of Millennium Force, that happens to be my number eight, and I agree with everything he said. Millennium Force has plenty of force throughout its layout. Good solid floater, a really good first drop, great placement next to Lake Erie. It's a pretty ride. It's long. You got that sense of speed. It is an elite coaster, and you cannot argue that. Yeah, um, it's Millennium Force. It's great. Okay, number eight is Mako at SeaWorld Orlando. This is an elite B&M hyper. This is B&M's finest work with a hyper coaster. Uh, they figured the... They figured the secret out with this, and then they went downhill. Um, Whatever. Yeah, it's Mako. It's great. Uh, I really want to take pictures of this ride. But once again, you're always welcome. But yes, Mako, I am blessed to have it so close to me. It, it is an elite coaster, for sure. Moving on to number seven, for me, is Intimidator 305 at King's Dominion. This ride... I cannot believe it actually exists. What it does is ridiculous. Uh, most intense coaster I've ever ridden. The first turn, you go crazy gray out, and then it's just crazy, crazy whip and positives the whole ride. There's not really airtime, but if positives is your thing, this will probably be your number one. Yeah, and that, see, that's my number one thing against it. So, whatever. Yep. Okay, number seven for me is a ride I never understood why people liked or never got the hype for, and that's Phantom Revenge at Kennywood. Because on paper and on like with POVs, it looks like a good ride. It does not look like a great ride. And then you get the chance to ride it, and you understand what all the hype's about. Mm. There's a reason it's so high, folks. And if you haven't, you need to get to Kennywood now and ride this thing. That's another park I plan on going to next year, or this year, my bad, to experience Phantom and Steel Curtain, of course, which you haven't ridden, so you have to come with me. Anyways, number six, another King's Dominion coaster, and that is Twisted Timbers. This is an elite RMC, and you cannot tell me otherwise. Uh, the barrel will drop is so good. It has some of the most intense airtime you'll ever experience. The finale with the Trick Track double up, you've got the little... Uh, change of direction turn under the lift hill it's just constant ejector some of the most intense ejector you will ever experience and it looks really good too so that's number six for me mm -hmm. number six for me is going to the one the only the amazing time traveler i'm not going to spend much time reviewing it because i'm gonna let chris do that when he gets to it but it's a great ride yes it is number five is where me and jack definitely disagree on this and that is Steel Vengeance. Boo! It's, it's a very, very, very good ride. It is a 10 out of 10 in my eyes. It is just constant airtime, crazy long ride with whip. It's intense. And some of the, like, once again, Twisted Timbers level ejector, there's just a whole lot more of it. And that's really why it gets an upper hand on all these other coasters. Rollers. Boo! Rollers. I'm going to send you a video of what I was doing through the entirety of you uh, 
talking about Steel Vengeance. Oh, um, boy. You're probably going to laugh a lot. Um, number five for me is Fury 325 at Carowinds. Oh, I wish I'd gotten the ride at this or last year. I miss it so much. And it, it fell. F- it was my number three this year or going into this year. It's my number five now because it just didn't get to ride it. So it, I need to ride it again because I have a feeling it could go back up the list. But yeah, I love Fury 325. I can't wait to go ride Carowinds. Uh, yeah. Number four for me is going to be Skyrush at Hershey Park. We have raved about this coaster ever since we went on that trip. Uh, it is just constant ejector. The first drop, we have said this multiple times. Literally, if you don't hold on when you have room, you will probably fall out. Twisted Airtime Hill Elite. Crazy whip. It is an amazing coaster, and it exceeded my expectations. Yeah, it's Skyrush. Uh, number four for me is the Voyage at Holiday World. After all of our like crazy rides and like nutty stuff we did on it during the Hollywood Nights this year, there's no way I couldn't put it in my top five. It's just that good, folks. Number three. Number three for me. And just like Time Traveler with Jack, this is going to be... Uh... Me not really reviewing it that much. I'm going to let you do it. And that is Lightning Rod at Dollywood. It's an elite coaster with crazy airtime and terrain. Yep. Okay. Number three for me is Sky Rush at Hershey Park. Again, we've gone on and on and on about this ride this season. It's just that insane. It's so good. It's everything I wanted Intimidator 305 to be. And then it failed to be that. So. Right. Yep. Number two for me is going to be Fury 325. I agree with everything Jack said. It's just a perfect combination of elements. One of the best layouts there will ever be. It's airtime, it's laterals, it's positives. It's got a great color scheme. It's got the clamshells. It really is one of, like, a perfect coaster. Yeah, it's, it's great. Number two for me is another ride I miss dearly with my heart and want to go to California and ride immediately, and that is X2 at Six Flags Magic Mountain, the most demented ride I have ever ridden. No doubt about it. It tries to throw you out of your seat. It tries to throw you into your seat. It tries to throw you away from your seat. (laughs) And it's 200 feet tall, and it goes 70 miles. It's awesome. I love X2. I want to go to California. I want to ride it. Okay, I'm done fanboying. X2 at Magic Mountain. Number one. Number one. You you guys know each of our number ones. Number one for me is Time Traveler at Silver Dollar City. Crazy airtime in the back. Some of the most intense ejector you will ever experience. Great theming. Very comfortable trains. Great terrain interaction. It's got positives and laterals. Every ride is different. Decent enough launches. It really is just everything I want in a coaster, and I absolutely love it. It is unique. It is intense. And it is insane. Yep. And my number one is the one, the only, the most problematic piece of wood, I mean steel, on the planet. It's Lightning Rod at Dollywood. 
yeah. I, Chris kind of mentioned it earlier. Terrain RMC with airtime galore. And it's, oh, I love it. I miss it. I cannot wait for March when I get to ride it again. It will be like a family reunion, but the family of me and Lightning Rod because I love it. And that's my family. So, Lightning Rod is my number one. It probably always will be my number one. But there you go, folks. That's our top 25 for 2020. We made it through that in decent time. Yes, we did. Let us know what you think after this episode is out. Yeah, let us know what you think. You want to tell us your top 25. If you send us your top 25, we'll run through it on the first episode. I'll make you that deal right now. If you email or Twitter or Instagram us somehow your top 25, we will run through it on the first episode of season two. Yes, we will. I'm I'm totally cool with that. So, okay. We're, We're reaching it to the end, folks. So, first thing. If you haven't already, or if you have already and you have more stuff you want to tell us, please fill out our Season 1 survey. This is your shot, folks, to tell us what you want to see more, want us to see... I can't talk. That's the story of Season 1. What you want us to do or what you want to see more of in Season 2. This is your chance to let us know, give us ideas, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. And answer a few housekeeping questions for us so we kind of have an idea to plan for Season 2. Yep. Uh, you've got... You really have until Season 2 comes out f- to get this in. But if you really want it to go into, like, the advanced planning, try to get it submitted in the next week or two. Because I'm going to take about two weeks off, and then I'll start plowing through everything and making notes and figuring stuff out. So... Yeah. Alright, well, ladies and gentlemen, this will be our last plug for the season. On Instagram, you can follow us at Twisted underscore Travelers. And on Twitter, it's at Twisted Traveler, but the R is a 1. And I'll always follow Jack for updates on Lightning Rod construction. Follow us for updates on how Season 2 is coming along, what we're planning, what we're thinking. We're excited. Yeah, so yeah, start, follow along for Season 2 updates tentatively scheduled the first episode will come out on february 24th 2021 like he said stay tuned to the socials for more details if we have to move that around any but that is the plan right now we're going to take about six weeks off and we'll be back with probably about 40 episodes of season two so it's gonna be awesome yes we're excited yeah so Good lord, we get to say it. That's the end of season one, folks. Um, Chris, as always, thank you for joining me on our fun little adventures. Of course, of course. Thank you as well, and thank you to all our guests, all our listeners. We've had a good time, and we can't wait to see you guys again. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to I end season one on the headline that was just sent to me. Ontario driver was caught speeding faster than Canada's Wonderland Yukon Striker roller coaster. I saw the subtext. That. The driver got their license suspended. Hmm. Interesting news going so, on in Canada, huh? It's just hilarious that they compare it to Canada's Wonderland Yukon Striker. Oh, that's great. That's so great. We'll see you in March, everyone. We'll see. We'll see you in six weeks, everyone. Adios.
Bye. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.